You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Yeah, Dodonov's been special. And I don't know if it was because he fit in Pete DeBoer's system prior, but uh, that line of Johnston, Ben, and Dodonov has been really, really good. Um, well, don't don't under don't underestimate how much Jamie Ben drives that line, and yeah, I know true. he's not the, the fastest guy on there. Dodonov is a, you know, again, Dodonov to me will be a guy. Let's see what he does in the playoffs because yeah. it's over the course of those fourteen days I speak about. Teams get dialed in on certain players, and they know how to they they'll they'll be they'll be coaches, they'll be meetings, and they'll talk about key players from from their opponent, and this is how we push them out of the fight. We're right. going to push them out of the game. We're going to make them non-existent, or it's going to be difficult for them to do what they want. the The, the case in Dodonov may be though he may just want to prove that that he is a lot better than the the you know I mean he's he's been man that poor kid I mean well, he's not a kid he's thirty some years old but yeah. but you know he had the thing that happened in Vegas and you know all this other kind of stuff where he's getting shuffled off and shuffled off and shuffled off and. And and maybe that's just enough to, to for him to fight through a, a playoff atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. I uh, wanted to ask you, you know, stars clearly in control against the Blackhawks the other night. Time winding. Oh, that down. was that was hard to watch. The Ty Delandria fight. No, oh, the no, game. No. Yeah, I thought. I mean, oh my god. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where you look at the score and you, I guess on the surface you say stars handled the business. I thought they did not play well in that first period. But uh, those are hard games to play. In yeah, too. and that's what I, I wanted to ask just, you. Tell, tell me about. Oh tell God. me about how. Why is it hard to play in those situations? Well, because everybody knows the situation that Chicago's in. I mean, they're Chicago's in the race for Connor Bedard. That's the only trophy they're trying to win right now. And you know, and and Columbus, and you know, there's three, four teams that are in that race. And and they're they're trying to change their image in Chicago, and they're trying to change a lot of things. And and you know they're they Jonathan Taze. I mean now it's you know is is he done there now too? Which that's what it seems like. You know they're 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 two pillars are out of the lineup in Kane Taze. There's nothing left there. And um, I mean I look at that goalie. I was sitting. I look at Staylock, and it was about two weeks ago. I'm sitting with our our goalie coach Billy Pye for you know for the Dallas Stars elite kids program and stuff like that and I'm like holy shit Billy look at look at who is who do they got in that I mean he's flopping around and all this other stuff and Staylock to me was a good goalie I'm, I'm like okay this is just a product of what's going on in front of him because he doesn't even look put together at times so but but I think you you come in those are hard those are some of the hardest games to play in when you know what's going on you're in a playoff push and you talk to yourselves it it doesn't matter what that jersey looks like. It doesn't matter what city we're in. We're going to play our game. We're 15 games. We're 10 games. We're eight games from, you know, being playoff ready. We play our game. But they, trust me, there's something in your head. When you every player goes in, they grab a stats pack. 
They go through all the stats. They read it. I mean, you got two and a half hours for a game. You got to kill time somehow. I I didn't go about it that way. I just get I'd get more nervous and scared when I looked up lineups. The other teams that I'd have to be on the ice against some of these guys. But but the they all know and they're going. Who's this guy? Who's that guy? Who's this guy? And then they start reading. Okay, well, he just got called up a few days ago. You know, what I mean, it, it, it's that kind of stuff. It's very different than going in and and playing against Crosby and Malkin and and you know Tarasenko and and all these kind of guys. Yep. So, uh, but again, the coaches will always tell you it's about our game. That's how they try to sell it. They got to find and they coaches know it. Like, man, what are we going to get tonight? You know, they know that they can give a seventy five percent effort and and win this hockey game. But then you got to say, listen, this is about where we're getting, trying to get to, and we're going to be playing our best hockey when game 83 comes around. So they're, they're tough games to play in, but man, that, that was a, that's a hard game to watch yeah. uh, for me. And I, as a matter of fact, I think I turned it off. Just, <laughs> I turned the channel to a different game just into the third period. And I don't, I don't, I don't blame Chicago. I mean, they got good draft assets. And at the same time, I mean, everything I've seen from Connor Bedard, I think that's definitely worth tanking for the best lottery chances. So, um, but I wanted to ask you about the Ty Delandria fight at the end as a person who's dropped the mitts before. We don't know what happened on the ice, but clearly Delandria wanted that fight. And I wanted to ask you because, you know, he left the ice with a bloody nose. Is that in the best interest of the stars? How does that affect him in the room? Um, or is this simply, we don't know what happened, so we can't judge at this point because I would a vet have taken that fight. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It, it, it's tied to Landria. That's part of what we call, uh, you know, again, back to our players here, the younger kids for any any group, we have things called calling cards. And we ask a, we ask a player to put three things that you bring to the team. What do you bring to the game every single night? Who are you? And it doesn't mean they're always going to be right. And we may want to change one thing or not or add something to it. But And then at the end of the game, we want them to pull that card out, look at it, did you accomplish, did you do all those things? Did you do two of those things? Did you do one of them? Did you do all three? Because if you didn't all three, you didn't bring your best part to the game. That's Ty Delandria. Regardless of when, why, who you're playing against, that is part of who Ty Delandria is. He's not going to guy go out and fight. Again, I've, I've used a comparison, and it's probably unfair to him this early in his career, to Brendan Morrill. And, you know, Brendan Morrill only knew one way to play. It didn't matter who you were playing. It didn't matter the score. It didn't matter the period. It, it was, you know, you're, he's on, he's on goal the whole game. And that's all you can ask from a player. So um, he, he's a tough kid. I think we've seen that. Um, he brings the energy every night. He's not afraid to go to the front of the net. He digs in. When you play against a player like Delandria, you take note, you know, as an opponent, what you're going to get from that kind of a player every night. I mean, he's accountable and he knows that that is, you know, like I said, he may get in one fight every 10 games or eight games, but you always know he's ready to go if he has to. And he'll stand up for a teammate, uh, for himself. And, you know, and again, that, that sometimes in games, 
those things happen early when your team's not going. Sometimes in games, it happens when you go, hey, we got another game coming up and we're not playing the right way. I'm not getting in his head. I don't know what he was, you know, what what happened there. But I think you just appreciate it. All he can do is appreciate that kind of player. Mm-hmm. Was there a player that was like a Delandria or like one of the Kachuk sons that you were like, all right, this guy's going to be a pain in the neck on the ice tonight? Well, you mean that I played with? Yeah. Or in general, I mean, you you mentioned one earlier. I never played with him, but Bill Guerin. That I mean, that was Bill Guerin. Yeah. That's the way Billy Guerin played. And that, see, you know, a lot of GMs kind of, they build their teams and they take on their personality. And and why not with what Garen's doing? Because he's won Stanley Cups the way that he played. Teams went out and got him because of the way he played. Um, but you know, again, I, I Brendan Morrow is the the closest guy that I can come up with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> you know, I mean, because I can I can name Shane Churla and I can name right. Chris Nyland. I can name a bunch of those guys. But were they twenty twenty five or potentially twenty twenty five goal scorers? Yeah, no, but it was a different era, and everybody kind of had a different kind of a role. You know, I mean, well, I know Pat- he didn't have big energy, but what about Doug Waite? Doug Waite as a fighter? No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, as one of those guys. I mean, you talk about Bill Guerin, and I, you know, if we focus on net presence, I just always felt as though Doug Waite was like a immovable object in front of the net. Who did you try to talk me? You, you met somebody up last week too that I thought you were. <laughs> I'm just to. bringing up names. Do you not want me to bring up names? I won't bring. All right, back to Bill Garen. Back to well, Doug, back to Brendan Morrow. I'm not, just saying. Yeah, he wasn't. He. I was kind of looking of a. I thought you were going to come up with a Brendan Morrow type of player. A Dougie Wade. Okay. Probably, I Dougie mean, Wade was a very. He's a skilled. He loved to score goals. He Jordan Tutu. How about that? Oh, for crying out loud! What he was—he was an energetic player that liked I know, to muck but he it wasn't up. A thirty-goal scorer. I'm just <sighs> saying. I'm looking at players that that pay the price in front of the net. They'll fight for their teammates. They'll fight for themselves. They understand that the game is going sideways, and and they'll go fight just to kind of you know change the momentum and the tone of tone of your own team. That okay. that wasn't really Doug Waite. And Jordan Tutu, God bless that guy. I mean, he he there was nobody he was afraid of, but I don't put him in the category of a 20 to 30 goal scorer, you know, at the okay. time. I will no so, longer bring up examples on this maybe podcast. Maybe now be, between now and, and next week or God <laughs> forbid I answer the phone next week and we have to do this again, you'll come up with a better you'll come up with a better example for whatever you're talking about. Antoine Roussel. Okay. <laughs> not, that, not, a tw- not a 20, 25 goal scorer, but did okay, like to but, get. But, but the problem that I have with Roos, and I've talked to him about this stuff, is it got it got a little out of control at times. There were times at the end of a game that, and this is speaking of a, if you were a teammate, like there were times at the end of the, at the end of games and games are out of, they're out of, you're down by four goals or a minute to go in the game and you want to take a 10 minute penalty you know, just yeah. to had the stats on that side of things. So that's the only downside I've had of Roos. Cause I, I mean, I don't think anybody expected him to be a 15 to 20 goal scorer, right. but it, 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 it ends up being, you know, a gimmick. Well, who's the guy that we had here that was jumping around in front of Brodeur? Um, Sean Avery. Oh, geez. I mean, yeah. that, that guy, I mean, that that could have been that was Hully, I think, that wanted to bring him. Yeah, in, because so. they lived together uh, when yeah. Avery was a rookie in Detroit. <clears throat> yeah, he should have put him out in the cold and at about three o'clock <laughs> in the morning when he was living. Should have he was good for the L.A. Kings. Yeah, yeah. yeah like a, Wayne Simmons, he, he, that's a good one. Wayne Simmons. 
Okay, that there you go. There, that's a good one. Thank Wayne you. Simmons. Took and, me and seven tries. Day, yes, yeah. That that's a very good comparison. Yes. You know, and and the thing is, is Wayne looks like a, a big guy. He is a big guy. He's a strong guy, but actually, he's not that big of a guy. He's big and wiry, but he'll fight anybody. He he'll change the tone of games. Um, he understands. You know, that's a veteran kind of guy. So you know, and again, I I know that. <clears throat> The similarities in size and and the weight and all that kind of stuff isn't there with Delandria, but that's why for some reason I always gravitate to Brendan Morrow. And man, if he could turn into a Brendan Morrow, which I think everybody would hope so, uh, he's going to have a hell of a career. Um, so, but yeah, Wayne Simmons is a better guy. You know, he's a twenty to twenty-five goal scorer, and and the way that he scored a lot of his goals is nobody wanted to confront him when he was in front of the net. I mean, he went there to fight for space, literally and figuratively, um, at times. And you knew what was going to happen when you played against that kind of guy. So he created his own kind of space. And then on top of it, he had a pretty good set of hands as far as finishing the goals. 